Hello and welcome to the Ansem Football Podcast. I'm Mike Brandon and when today we are joined by actually one of the former faces of K-League Promotion Materials and also the king of Eland, Michael Redman. How are you today? Hello, I'm doing very well. How are you doing today? Good, good. Um, buoyant after Ansan's uh, almost felt like winning the league, winning that last game of the season, but that's just perhaps a, a show of just how poor we've been. <laughs> How about yourself? Well, me and you both, to be honest, but we didn't have the joy of winning last game of the season. We had the joys of watching Gim Chong win the league. So uh, another disappointing season, but to be honest, I'm kind of used to it now. So no change there. Indeed. Perhaps do share the fact that we both follow um, some of the more underwhelming teams in the Korean second tier. So... We brought you on today because you know, you've been uh, an ever-presence in whether it's been at Jamshil, Mokdong or around the country for Seoul Eland. And I think you're going to leave quite a void in that vociferous Eland support. But you're making a move away from the peninsula, so I think it's a good time to get your view on what it's been like being an Eland fan. Yeah, uh... After six years, decided to make the change. Um, it wasn't an easy decision. And, you know, Eland was half the reason why I didn't want to leave. But, yeah, it's time to move on. So, time to share and reflect, as they say. So, um, just overall, then, what's it been like being an Eland fan? Or perhaps take us back to the beginning. Obviously, you've come into Seoul. You've selected a Seoul club, but not the, uh, if you don't want to say the bigger club, but you know, not certainly the one competing in the K1. Why Eland and what's it been like following uh, a second tier side in the capital? So when I arrived in Korea back in 2017, um, I didn't have a team. I didn't know where I wanted to go. I knew I wanted to watch football here. And I went to different teams. I went to see Songnam play. I went to CFC Seoul play. I went down to Suwon and saw both Suwon sides and Songnam. But it was just something about walking into that Olympic Stadium and going to the temporary stands at the time and being so close to the pitch. It just felt so much more personal and like informal compared to go in, buy your ticket, sit down, take a picture of you with a beer and leave. It felt more it felt more like a family community club at the time. And that's why I decided, no, this is the team I want to follow. Okay, it's uh, certainly a good point. I think one thing that's really lacking, not just in obviously the second tier, but across most of the Korean leagues, is that you know that distance to the to the actual pitch side action. Because obviously, there's running tracks in a lot of stadiums. There's a lot of multi-purpose, almost you know, almost feels like the K League teams are filling in for these white elephant projects, and it doesn't really you know give you that feeling. But as you said, the that that's something that should be considered K League wide. I think. Yeah, and, and there's been many discussions before about the fact of running tracks and it makes it a lot more impersonal. But, you know, if you look at the likes of Degu, they have a, a custom-built stadium and they're so close to the action. Uh, I can think of the top of my head as well, like Suwon World Cup Stadium, Jonju World Cup Stadiums. These are stadiums without running tracks and it just feels a lot more personal because you're closer to the action. But it, it's something people have discussed for over the years many, many times about the K-League. Right. Um, obviously, uh, there's also budgeting and other issues as well that, that can bring that to the fore. But as I said, it's certainly something that we've uh, craved to see at the, the WA Stadium. In fact, 
uh, back to the the ending of the Hallelujah period at Ansan, they moved to the side pitch. And I'm going to be honest, when the away fans came, the atmosphere was so much better just being because you were so close to what was happening. Yeah, and um, these these stadiums that Korea have, they're fantastic and the, the great structures. Um, thinking of the Wa, thinking of Jamshul, thinking of all these stadiums, but some of them are too big for the actual team that's in uh, occupation there. If you take Gwangju, for example, Gwangju have the World Cup Stadium, but they moved, well, they say moved, they moved next door, and it's a considerable downsize to the World Cup Stadium, but it's more of a personal football-specific stadium now, and they seem to be enjoying it if they can get the stands in order, and <laughs> there's no uh, health hazards. So, I guess that Leads me on to my next major question. And you've been an, uh, an Elan fan. And of course, um, you've witnessed a move from Jamshil to Mokdong. And I think there's several questions to raise there, as in, was Jamshil based on a local supporter base? And what does moving to you know, across the city do to a team? And secondly, of course, just the general feeling when we talk about the atmosphere of those two different stadiums. So, um, when when Eland were formed as as a team, they they were really heavily based around the idea of being a Songpagu or Gangnamgu kind of team, like it's a team for the south of Seoul, and there's a core fan base who were there from day one called the founders, and they make it very very clear that they are a Gangnam Songpagu south of Seoul based team, and there was a bit of an uproar when they moved from. Well, first of all, in 2019, when they moved from Jamshul to Chonan because they had work being done in the Olympic Stadium. And still today, they had to move to Mokdong because they're renovating the Olympic Stadium. The fans are still saying, OK, that's fine. We accept the renovations. But when are we moving back? So it's always on the fans' minds to get back there. And they take great pride out of being a Jamshul club being a, a team from that side of Seoul and they, they hope to wish to con- to, uh, continue to it. Um, In regards to the atmosphere, obviously, Elan don't draw massive crowds, unfortunately. And, you know, I could sit here for hours and tell you why that's the case. But um, there's times where the atmosphere has been absolutely electric there when, when Elan are just on the back foot and managed to like win a game last five ten minutes and it's kind of has transferred over from Jamshul to Mokdong they are trying to make the atmosphere better there but as I said you can't really do that when the fan base is still so low unfortunately right so obviously you know, I've experienced both of those stadiums from the Yantan perspective and I must say I do do prefer Jamshil it's almost like because of the Olympic torch in the corner there's a there's a bit of a different orientation that gives the Jamshil Stadium like a almost cavernous atmosphere, um, which is quite different from any of the other stadiums I've been to in Korea. But um, Mokdong certainly is one of those city concrete cookie cutter ones, right? Yeah, um, and and don't get me wrong, Eland have tried so hard to try and make it their own, and they've done really well in doing so. But you know, the team was formed around the idea of we're playing in the Olympic Stadium. You know, what did they say? HCL in three years, they were going to try and rival FC Seoul and John Book and Ulsan at the time. They were going to be the other side of Seoul team that were going to challenge Trevfind, and we all know we all know how that ended up. So, right, but you know, you did have those moments when you you did rival FC Seoul, 
Would you like to tell us about that evening? Well, yeah. 14th of April 2021, how could I forget it? Yeah, in the FA Cup. Um, sometimes when I'm just sat at home, I just whack it on. If I'm feeling down, and feeling lonely. There's a fantastic uh, highlight of it on YouTube. I, I just stick that on. About 95% of the viewings are probably me. Um, just for years, I always, always used to get it in the neck from FC Soul fans. Like, why do you go and support those? Like, Because they know I'm a passionate fan. Why do you support those? You could, could be watching us and we could be winning stuff and we can you know I mean, go to away games and enjoy yourself. No, I was like, I'm Milan, I'm Milan, I'm Milan. When we finally played each other, I remember that day because I took the day off as well for it. And the whole day I was so nervous, like, we're going to get battered here. We're going to get absolutely battered. And Leandro in the 85th minute changed that for Sol Eland. And uh, a funny story, really, that was at the time, there was no away fans still because of uh, the COVID pandemic. So we were sat in the FC Sol end. And I remember when that ball hit the back of that net, I couldn't contain myself and I had to run to the bathroom. And I'm in the male's bathroom, absolutely screaming, shouting, like, get in. I walk out, and as I'm walking back to my seat, the women's bathroom's to the right of me. And as I turn right to look at it, there's three FC Soul fan girls staring at me like, what have you just done? So I quickly bolted back to the seats because there was stories of some Elan fans getting kicked out of the stadium there because it's not like England. If you have the uh, football shirt on from another team, you're getting kicked out straight away. In Korea, they don't really mind so much apparently at that game they did right um well that's fantastic and certainly as i always say you know when you, especially when you're supporting teams that aren't successful moments are so key and that's uh well that's an epic moment for for all history for the elan club of course right yeah um, and san certainly haven't really touched on, on anything like that and i have found that generally the Ansan don't really do cup runs. I mean, we've dumped that, been dumped out by K four, K three teams pretty regularly um, from the from the FA Cup. How have Elan approached the cup itself? It's strange one really with Elan because um, my first ever FA Cup game, they got beat by Cree University on penalties. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? My my introduction to the Korean FA Cup wasn't a fantastic one, but then. As years progressed, you know, they beat FC Seoul. Uh, they then lost to Gangwon in the next round after that. Uh, this year, they, they beat Suwon, uh, Suwon FC as a K-League 1 team. A fantastic free kick from Bruno. Um, it's kind of been a bit of a an underdog story, really, with Eland in the FA Cup. They've never made the latter-latter rounds. But I always specifically remember, 2019, we finished bottom and we were terrible but we were the sole remaining K-League 2 team in that FA Cup run because we just we just seemed to stay in the Cup. We didn't we didn't go too far, but, you know, we could, we could wear that badge. We won the K2 award for FA Cup progression. Well, anything that, that, that fills the cabinet, I suppose. Um, the very empty one. <laughs> oh, we were lucky to uh, avoid that being the first K2 13th place club this season, but we, did, we ran that one close. And... Um, Okay, well, we talked about, as I said, um, as an away fan, of course, I think uh, Mokdong isn't one of the be the better grounds to go to, I must admit, um, generally facility-wise and um, the exposure to the, the elements as well. Uh, Jamshil, though, you know, it'd be good to go back there to, as an away fan because, as I said, it's one of the more atmospheric grounds, I think, because of the structure. But you've all, all obviously been 
in the away end at, at the War Stadium. And how would you uh, review or compare the Ansan away experience to other grounds? I've I've always had good memories of the Ansan War. Um, you won the first teams to go to just as the allowed way fans back in the stadium. And I remember like specifically them making such a point of welcoming Milan fans and like making it easy where it hasn't always been the case at some places. I'm looking at SC Anyang there for for instance. I'm looking at Buchon. No matter how many times I asked for an away ticket, they always seem to give me a home ticket. Um that's the only team in the K League that's happened to. And you know, my creed is good enough to understand and speak and say what's going on. And I always seem to get a home ticket regardless. Um the war, the war is interesting because you get up, you get off at the station. It's about five, ten minute walk, isn't it? And that whole row, I really appreciate. They've got all the convenience stores. You've got restaurants. Um, you've got everything you want to get into the stadium, and it's just, it's one of those stadiums when you walk up the the ramp up there. It has that kind of awe about itself. Like, wow, I'm going into a big stadium here now. It's not, it's not a tin pot stadium in the slightest, like other teams. So I've always had good memories at the war and. Elon seemed to do very, very well there as well, for, for my recollections. Um, let's remark as well from travelling around the grounds. One of the the real oddities is the lack of amenities and facilities for away fans. Um, certainly, the War Stadium is quite interesting sometimes that you intermingle with the away fans at the, at the store there because it's all open. And I'm trying to think of other stadiums which have this. I think Chengdu have assured... Uh, shop facility, but I can't think of another stadium that has that. Can you? Um, I remember at one point in I did it in Butron. I have done it in Butron. Uh, obviously done it in Ansan, which you know I really welcome it as long as you're behaving yourselves, you're not being silly. Um, Asan Chungnam Asan as well do it. Chungnam Asan do it as well. Um, right, they do. Uh, yeah, they're they're the only ones I can really think of off the top of my head. Um, Songnam no. No, I, yeah, they're the top three off my head. Because I think sometimes when you go to, when you travel around, certainly in the K two, I think there's almost an atmosphere that even though you, there's right, opposing fans, that we're kind of all in this together to try and build this league into something which, you know, obviously might be more reminiscent. I'm going to say, you know, even like League Two back in in England has, you know, it's a lot more bouncing to go to to those kind of games just because there's more people. So yeah, I, do... I definitely say that there's a mutual respect for for fans, especially in the K League too. Um, I remember last year we were we were having a few soft drinks with some uh, Buchan fans before the game, just talking with them and just discussing K League football. And there was a mutual respect for one another. Like we're here on a Saturday, spend our time watching two teams in the second division, but we both share the same passion. Right. Yeah, actually, I've had good experiences with Buchan fans as well. Once in the ticket line, when I got there, it turns out I'd left my card in the shop. But one of the, uh, and it been it was one of those you know, very long queues to, before you could even get to the ticket box. And then one of the fans actually said, "You know, I'll I'll buy a ticket for you." I was, okay, great. I can't really reciprocate this because you know, are we ever going to meet each other again? But yeah, that was really a nice experience. So, like, it's, um, and again that that. There is an, a feeling of community, at least in across quite a few of the K2 teams between the different sets of fans. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I have good things to say about Booch on uh, obviously not every team in the K League, too. <laughs> uh, 
I'm looking at FC Anyang. I might get edited out for that, but um, there are some fans who are more welcoming than others, let's say, to the least. Um, yeah, certainly with, yeah, as, as an Ansan fan, I obviously won't talk too much about FC Anyang um, uh, either. Uh, but I think they they also have the most expensive tickets for away fans at, at Anyang as well. And then you get dumped in that corner. It's it's not the best experience, I must say, uh, relative my, to grounds. My worst away experiences, if I if I said my top five away worst experiences, Anyang would come in probably three out of the five. Okay. They, I've got to be careful what I say here now, but the treatment of away fans is not really fantastic. To, and I'll, I'll leave it at that. Really, um, I've had many a situation, and Yang. Right. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, if you're going to say what's your favorite away day overall, um, as an Elan oh. fan, what would you say? It, it it's a tough one. Like I I've done every single stadium. Um home and away um chungju chungju recently um we did that in the summertime and that was a fantastic away day there's just that there's just one away day when all the fans are just in the mood and the other fans are just giving it to you back again and it's just it's like the perfect storm in a good way and that was one of those a few uh months ago i think we won did we win 2-1 we won the game definitely and trying to think it was 1-0 or 2-1 but it was a cracking game um Busan going down to the Gundok at uh, Gudok was really good because uh, obviously you try and stay a night over in, in Busan as well. Um, I enjoyed going to Dejon. Never saw anything spectacular in Dejon because we'd either draw or lose, but um, Dejon was a fun one. And uh, yeah, it's just to be honest, I've been to so many away days, I can't really pick one off my head which was which were great days and which weren't. Um, the last one I'll say that stuck out was when we beat um, Gyeongnam first game of the season and. They were playing in Miriang at the time, not in Changwon. And it was a time when everyone was kicking off. Oh, the pitches, the pitches are not good. I mean, Crimey River. Um, and they ended up scoring in like the 75th minute and we won. And that was like my first ever away game, first game of the season where Eland actually won. So it was a it was a great memory. Okay, great. Um let's focus then just on uh Elan versus Ansan then. Um now, obviously, we've usually been duking it out in the lower echelons of the second tier, but are there any memorable matches you'd pick out between uh, Eland and Ansan? Um, there's a there's a couple. There's a couple I can think of off the top of my head. 2018, I remember going down there on a Sunday, and it's the first time I visited the WA, and um, we won quite comfortably, and it, it was a season we weren't good at all. So to go on a away day and get a victory, that was my first memory. Um, a time as well when we played, we played you in Jamshul and you went one nil up, and it went from one nil to to two uh, two one of a player who can't be named. <laughs> he scored wow. in like the ninety fourth minute to win the game for for Seoul Eland, and that we, we remember going the stands was going absolutely mental. But the one that sticks out for me the most was back in two thousand and twenty, when. Eland were trying to make that uh, playoff push. And I think we beat you 3 0. And then there's a real sense that Eland are gonna do this. Eland are gonna do this. And then I think they went they went to Jeju and lost. And then I think there was another game after that, but they went to Jeju and lost 3 2 and then drew 1 1 with John last game of the season. And because of that draw, we we didn't get the, the playoff spot we wanted. So um 
that game was my biggest memory because it's like, oh, we can do this. If we can go and beat Ansan, who you were playing not too bad in 2020, last time I re- remembered. I, I, I don't remember you were in the table there, but you I don't think you were playing too bad. And we went and beat his 3-0. Right. Um, I think it's for me also like, these it's it's playoff pushes that have been my you know memories of Elan particularly I'm going to go back and say 2019 we won 3-1 in August and that was the tipping point where we ended up driving all the way up the table up to and then it was basically ours to lose we only needed like three points in the last three games and inevitably we we failed to do that <laughs> but that's been good but there's certainly been quite a few Epic games between the two teams. Obviously, the most recent one, where Ans- well, two extra time goals. It was three two going into the to Ansan going into that ninetieth minute, and it ended up four three. Which not in not not in your favor, of course. But yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, we'll probably yet to see one of those games where perhaps one day, you know, fourth place and it's it's up for grabs. Ansan Elan, maybe that could happen one day. I'm not too optimistic about it or a cup game um, and then maybe we can come back and, and, and talk about that <laughs> yeah it's it's one of those of the K League too there's always that one team that are going to run away with it and then the rest of it's up for grabs obviously like your Guanjus, your Gimchons where Jeju are in it it's going to be Sue on Blue Wings next year as well isn't it so uh, for the rest of it <laughs> second place the fifth is all up for grabs and I think the likes of Buchon really proved that you can because they were bottom of the table a, a few years ago. And look at them now. They've been in the playoffs. Is it three years in a row? It's definitely two years in a row. So, And of course, uh, if we actually look across to up to the up at the K1, obviously we could end up with both Suwon teams still in the K2 next season. But at the moment, there's only one, t- there's only one Suwon team in the K1. And it's not the Blue Wings. And, you know, I recall Friday nights at War Stadium side pitch, the Suwon FC fans coming down a long time ago. I think they're, they're quite an inspiration to see that they've gone up there and stayed there as well. Yeah, it, it's quite amazing looking at Suwon FC because when I first started following the K-League, they were a K-League 2 side and they were a K-League 2 side for a few seasons. And I thought they were a K2 outfit, but then they went up to K-League 1 and they stayed in K-League 1. And if they, if they, the time of the recording, if they managed to beat Busan, um, stay in the K-League 1 and the Blue Wings have gone down, then it's like a switch of power in the city, really. So it's quite amazing to see how they've climbed. Obviously, they've not had the best season this year because they're in a, a relegation, a pro relegation game, but still, still great to see how they've done. Right. Um, and again, maybe we can see a Buchan, Buchan or other team like that um, in the near future. I know Anyang have, came very close last year as well, but they lost so right at the end, didn't they, an extra time. Um, so you're obviously moving on from the peninsula for now. Um, so a big question is, are you still planning to keep up with Eland? Are you going to be popping back to, to take in a game from, from time to time? Um, definitely. When is another question? Um, if definitely, I will be because you know Korea has been home for six and a half years. I moved here when I was twenty three, and I'm twenty nine now. I mean, I spent my twenties in Korea. It's a big part of me developing as a person. 
Um, I'll always have Korea in my heart. So right now, I'm kind of itching to leave, to be completely honest. But six months to eight months down the line, I'm probably like, I need to get back. I need to get back to Korea and literally see an Elan game or literally just walk around the streets of Seoul because um, I've never left Seoul. I've always been in Seoul since I came here. So, you know, many people go, oh, move out to Gyeonggi-do or Busan or go to Daejeon. I've always been a bit of a Seoulite. So... I, I know I will miss it come come not too long in the future. Okie dokie. Well, we look forward to perhaps welcome you at the Y Stadium or crossing paths, uh, hopefully by then, in Jamshil again in the future. So I'm going to say thanks for coming on to the pod today. And of course, best of luck in your, in your next move in life. No problem. Thank you very much for having me on. Great. Okay. Take care. Thank you.